All right, Patriots, hardliners, warriors for Christ, it's time to stand up and take your nation back. Are you ready? It's time to assemble. It's time to return God back at the top of the throne where he belongs and get Christ back in our heart where he belongs. They've crossed this line one too many times, and we are going to take this nation back once and for all. Isaiah 42, 13 reminds us, the Lord goes forth like a warrior, like a man of war, he stirs up his fury. He shouts out his battle cry against his enemies, he shows his might, and that's what we will do here at his heart line. We will show his might. They have crossed this line for the last time. So let's take this nation back. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Happy to have you here. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. They are the host. They are the ones in charge. They run this show. I am just the mouthpiece. I'm the technical guy. They're the ones behind the wheel, and they are steering this ship through these crazy, chaotic waters that we call life. So, welcome to His Hard Line, and we are doing a His Hard Line discussion today on this Tuesday evening. It is Tuesday. I had to think about that one for a moment. It is Tuesday. <laughs> Not Monday, not Wednesday. It's Tuesday, June 28th, 2022. And if you heard my last show, The 1% With Him, you would really see a clear demonstration of me losing my mind and not being with it. Talk about unprepared and embarrassed. Wow. And if you typically don't listen to that 1% with him, uh, the, you know, the daily devotional, the Bible reading that I do, um, today might be one you might want to do if you want to get a little entertainment. Boy, oh boy, I just... Today, I am not on it. I am not on it at all, but that's okay. We're going to keep pressing forward because that's what we do. So anyway, I hope you're all doing well today. Just a quick little side show note. Don't forget to join, uh, you know, uh, check out our website, www.hishardline.com. Share it with friends and family members. If for whatever reason I do get kicked off or, you know, canceled off of Podbean, I can't see that happening anytime soon. But just in case... Just remember the website, hishardline.com. And there's a section in there called notices. There's a link at the top in the menu bar. You'll click the notices and I'll give you an update of exactly where I am. So that's going to be like your centralized hub in case anything like that were to happen. Well, it's been a big week last week and going into yesterday, starting, you know, yesterday, this week. Supreme Court of the United States just protected the Second Amendment. They saved millions of babies from Moloch and protected your right to pray in public all in the span of a single week. That is amazing. And that was a, uh, a post that I read off of from Pepe Lives Matters. I mean, I tell you what, the Supreme Court, Supreme Court really, really did it. It really did it. And uh, what is going on here? Somehow, somebody got on the chat. 
Hmm, that's interesting. Anyway, but yeah, the Supreme Court did a fantastic, fantastic job. Um, it's just been a really good week, but make no mistake, make no mistake that these are shots that are fired across the bow. Don't think for one moment these people are just going to lie down and be like, well, that's it. I guess we got our asses handed to us. No, I'm going to tell you right now, that is not how that's going to go. To them, war got waged on them. See, what they don't understand is that we already know that war has been waged on us. It always has been waged on us for many, many years, many decades, many decades. And it's time. It's time we get crazy on our offensive. Now, before I go further, there's one thing I I wanted to bring up, which I thought was kind of comical. So earlier today, I was delivering at a gas station. It was my last stop of the day. I was running short on time. In fact, my dispatch, they switched up my work last minute because there was one station that was more pressing and they were like, Hey, you mind going to this station here in Grand Rapids? I said, yeah, it's not a problem. It's one of those trouble stations. It's like downtown right up the road from the hospital district. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, it's, it's a big pain in the butt in the afternoon. Cause it's like at its busiest people are like in the middle of lunch, getting off work early or what, whatever. Right. So it's just a very tough, tr- you know, spot to get a huge truck in and out of. And so anyway, so I got, finally got in, I got situated and I go inside to, you know, grab um, my readings to, you know, see what's in the ground before I start dropping fuel in the ground. And I see three college age kids out there, two young men and a uh, female out there. And yes, I said men and a female. That means there's only two genders. I don't subscribe to the 58 ones that, you know, the left, you know, likes to make believe is out there. Hence, hence the title of the show, Child's Play is Over. We're going to get into that little rant in a minute but um so they they had clipboards and they had uh i could tell they were trying to get petitions you know signatures for petitions well the girl tried coming up to me when i was in my truck trying to maneuver my way in and i didn't even have my air brakes uh engaged you know because i was waiting for two more trucks to get out of my way two uh, pickup trucks you know uh, there was a landscape guy and somebody else and so she, she she comes up and walks right around my truck gets on the step like puts the clipboard right against my window my window's up now mind you i'm like I, I cracked my window. I'm like, well, you get off my truck. I'm not signing your clipboard. Get out of here. Like, first off, it's unsafe. Number two, don't be getting on a truck of some guy that you don't even know. So, man, that's pretty, pretty ballsy. So anyway, I, I, I got a little pissed about that one. But anyway, so I got my truck situated. I walk in, get my readings. I come back out. And I can tell the one guy. So there's a white guy, a black guy, and then a white, a white girl. And I could tell the black guy, he kept kind of like, kind of walking over my direction, you know, was vaping. And I was, you know, I finally had to tell him like, Hey man, I'm like, you know, you mind not vaping? I said, I, I get it. It's not, it doesn't have, you know, an ember, like a cigarette, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm delivering gas right now. And so, uh, I kind of don't need electronics out here in case that happens and how of a malfunction or a short, I don't need vapors having a vapor fire around here. And, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So he, he walks away. So when I get done delivering and finally I go back in to give my paperwork to the manager and so on and so forth. And so the guy holds the door open for me, the same guy, the vaping guy, he holds the door open. He goes, Hey, real quick, you know, can I, can I get a minute of your time? I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? 
And I already knew, you know, I didn't know what the petition was, but I knew what it was going to ask me for. And he's like, well, you know, we, uh, and I'm going to try to paint the visual up here for a second. So he's like, he's, he has his clipboard up and he has it held in such a fashion to where I can read it. And he's like, I was wondering if I can get your signature, uh, cause we're trying to pass some legislation. Um, and, um, um, and then he stops and he had to look at his clipboard for a minute. Now, meanwhile, while he's stumbling over and look, I get it. We all stumble. I, I mean, I clearly did it in the last show, but, when you're out getting signatures, you should probably know inside and out what you're asking people to sign up for. And so he's like, um, uh, we're trying to get legislation passed for, um, to get, uh, uh, scholarships for kids, $500. And so he's like still stumbling a little bit through. And while he's doing that, I'm reading real quick. Cause I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty quick speed reader, you know? So I'm reading while he's stumbling. And I, I, I so finally, after I had to pause my own look, man. I said, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not going to sign your petition for three reasons. One, um, sales 101, even though there's no monetary transaction going on here, um, if you're going to sell somebody on an idea of which requires a signature or money or whatever transaction, you know, is being exchanged, you should probably know your product inside and out i.e. your petition i said i don't even know what you're talking about i said number two i'm on work hours i am not going to sign anything while i'm on work hours i said number three um you said this would be 500 dollars scholarships you're trying to get to kids i read right here i'm showing 1500 <laughs> now it's possible he probably could have read that wrong because he was trying to look at it from the side but again know your product that you're trying to pitch he goes yeah but but it's not coming out of your pocket i'm like well hold on hoss wait i'm like wait a minute now i'm like do you understand how what do you mean it doesn't come out of my pocket i'm like so i'm like all right so i'm gonna put my signature i'm gonna put my john hancock on this on this petition here for free money to go to kids via scholarship I'm like, where do you think that free money comes? What, are they just going to print it off the printing press at the Federal Reserve? I mean, yeah, that's how they do it, of course. But like, where do you think that money comes from? I mean, it still has to be paid for by us, the tax dollar, you know, the taxpayer. I'm like, so what are you talking about that doesn't come at an expense? Everything comes at an expense to us, the taxpayer. If, if it's being given by government in the form of a loan, or not a loan, but a grant or a scholarship, or a subsidy, or what have you. Believe me, somebody's paying for it somewhere. Government isn't like some magic genie, and they just, poof, you know, they got money, just, you know, helicoptering out, you know, like it was like COVID-2020. That's not how that works. I said, for that, man, I'm not going to sign it. I said, besides, I'm not really a big petition signer anyways, because I don't like to sign petitions that involve a government, um, corporate, you know, a corporate government system of which, is de facto and unlawful. I said, I just don't, you know, and he looked at me like, <laughs> he looked at me like I had five heads. He's like, what? And I just walked in the store. He, and of course he didn't bother me after that, but it's like, wow. I mean, wow. <laughs> like, what are you, you're going to try to get people to sign a petition and you don't even know what you're getting people to sign for. How did you even get the eight signatures already on there? I really would like to know. So anyway, that's enough of that. But, June 24th of 2022, 
will be literally the the a day to remember in history. It will be a day to remember as a huge political win for America, but you know, more importantly, it will be the greatest win for God's people. And of course, if you haven't heard this already, it was because of the overturn of Roe versus Wade by the Supreme Court of the United States. And what they did is they placed the power of that decision for abortion back into the states, like it should have been, you know, per the 10th Amendment. Now, is that to say that abortion is going to be abolished nationwide? Probably not. But I'm sure many will. And many states have made moves making it illegal already after the ruling. I mean, there's, I think, a few states. I, I can't remember them all, but I think right off the bat or within a very short period of time after the ruling, I think it was like Kentucky, Louisiana, I want to say South Dakota, Idaho, Tennessee, Texas for sure, Arkansas, Mississippi, uh, Missouri, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Utah, and Wyoming, I think. I think. But there's going to be many more. I'm sure there's going to be many more to follow. But with that said, we have to also accept the reality that there will be specific states that will keep it legal, like California, Oregon, New York. And people are acting and crying as if this ruling is completely abolishing abortion altogether. What it's really doing is it's putting the decision back to the states like it always should have been. The judicial you know, uh, branch had no reason to make this ruling. They don't make law. Okay, If they wanted this to actually be a law, it goes through the legislative branch, and they do some votes. They get enough votes in the House and the Senate. Then it gets on the president's desk for him to either pass it or veto it. None of that, was ha- none of that happened. Now, I will say that the majority of the states will more than likely rule it to be unlawful through the majority of our nation. That's my guess. And then for good reason. Now, while those that do try to keep it legal, I suggest to all out there, and I want you to hear me right now, to all you murdering loony bins to just uproot yourself from our state or whatever state made it unlawful to kill an innocent baby in the womb defenseless, by the way. And I want you to go relocate to those states that uh, worship uh, Baal and Moloch. And, you know, where murdering innocent defenseless babies are legal. Just remove yourself from us, please, because we don't want to be in your presence. That's evil. However, this is a huge blow to Satan and all his little whore minions and I said it's a huge win for God, Jesus Christ, and all of God's people. But we must not forget. I'm going to say this again. Even though this was a huge victory in the fight ahead, we will have many, many more challenging fights ahead of us. Many fights. And these people who were such large supporters of supporting, you know, the murder of babies in the womb are at a stage of complete psychotic anger. Now I will I will say this. I'm a little I'm a little impressed. I thought we'd be seeing half of America burnt up by now. I am shocked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's some, you know, basic, you know, Molotov cocktails going at uh, you know, uh 
you know, some facilities out there and I think some people got assaulted. And like I saw some clips. I mean, yeah, it's not like people are behaving themselves by any means. I know people aren't behaving themselves, but like I really expected to be like George Floyd style freaking like bonfire in every major blue city out there. Relatively, it's been relatively calm. I have been very, very shocked. And, and quite frankly, I've been a little proud. I was like, wow, like we've kind of come a little bit of a long way, haven't we? Congratulations, America. But we have to pray for these people as much as I, as much as I say that it's hard to do because it is when you, you know, trying to pray for these kind of people that think murdering a baby is fine. The walk that Christ made wasn't easy too. We got to remember that. And therefore it is required of us to make similar walks as he did, which will not be easy. Part of that walk is going to involve forgiving and praying for the enemy. And yes, it's, it's a very hard concept for many Christians. Believe me, <laughs> I'm included in that. If I'm going to be completely transparent with you. Now, while we pray, we must pray that the enemy also is caused to stumble in their schemes. We've got to pray that they have a moment of realization. We've got to pray that they have a change of heart toward their aggressive actions towards pro-life people and establishments and a, and a hope and prayer that, you know, hopefully they accept Christ in their hearts and bridge themselves to God, the father in heaven. Yeah, I know it's a hard prayer to, to put out there, but that is ultimately what we need to be praying for because a total conversion to Christ away from Satan for the enemy is the ultimate win for God. Let's just be completely honest. It's a huge win for God and it would be a huge act of engagement on our behalf in our mission for Christ. But like I said, the time for child's play is now over. Let me, I'm going to play a little sound clip here. And I usually don't like to give, um, I really don't like to give airtime towards people in the de facto corporate government, especially monsters like Pelosi, but I, I can't, I can't resist. I'll be honest with you. I can't resist that. We, we, we're going to play this. We'll listen to her meltdown for a second. This morning, the radical Supreme court is eviscerating Americans rights and endangering their health and safety. But the Congress will continue to act uh, to overcome this extremism and extremism and protect the American people. <laughs> Today, the Republican-controlled Supreme Court has achieved their dark, extreme goal of ripping away a woman's right to make their own dis reproductive health <laughs> Come on, Pelosi. Come on. All right. What are you? Are you a female Biden? Get it together. Come on. String some words together and make a coherent sentence. Come on now. Because of Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, and the Republican Party, their supermajority in the Supreme Court, American women today have less freedom than their mothers. Oh, shut up. First off, let's just, you know, before I continue playing this, let's remember, abortion is not a right. It's not in the Constitution. Pretty sure it's not. Read it. I'm not a very smart man. I promise you I'm not a very smart man at all. But I do have the ability to comprehend what I read. Oh, and by the way, neither is gay rights or marriage, okay? None of that is in the Constitution. But you, I can tell you, you know what is in the Constitution? The Articles of, or the Bill of Rights? Oh, I don't know, this thing called 2A, Second Amendment? Yeah, the right to bear arms. That's in the Constitution. That is a right. 
with Roe and their attempt to destroy it, radical Republicans are charging ahead with their crusade to criminalize health freedom. First off, it's not criminalizing it, okay? She needs to understand, just like Kamala. And that's the other thing, that freaking twit. I, I don't even like giving acknowledgement to these freaking twits because it's it only kind of validates their useless existence. And I'm going to just be very honest. And I know I just said we have to pray for them. And yeah, at the end, I promise I will, I will, I will say a little prayer. I will make an effort. But I'm just going to call them for what it is. They are useless twits. They're evil, satanic little whores for, 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 for the devil. Kamala's out there saying, well, this is the law of the land. No, it's not. Shut your mouth. This is not the law of the land. You only make it the law of the land because you like to believe that it's the law of the land. I mean, it, it's not in the Constitution. Come on. What this means to women is such an insult. Oh, it's such it's an insult. Slap in the face to women. Yeah, about like to slap you in the face. Judgment uh -huh. To make their own decisions about their reproductive freedom. Now, here, here's a decision you can make about your reproductive freedom. I got something for you. How about you keep your damn legs shut? How about that? Listen, I'm not saying I led the perfect life, okay? I was a very promiscuous young man, and uh, embarrassingly, to uh, say the least. However, um, we all know basic biology. If you're going to lead a promiscuous life, and you're going to do the, you know, the horizontal mambo, if you will, between the sheets, go out to the local Walgreens or Walmart, go buy some prophylactics, wrap it, because guess what? This crazy thing happens if you don't wrap it. There's a bit of excretion that comes out, if you're not familiar, ladies and gentlemen, that excretion goes inside the female. Now we're going to try to get in here. here. Why, and I, why does this do this? Every time somebody comes on, it happens to, like, bring them on the show. I swear. I think Podbean's messing with me here. Welcome, Tara. Glad to have you. You were kind of on the show there for a moment there. <laughs> but, but as I was saying, with my little bio, you know, biology lesson here, you know, Little excretion goes up in the women, and guess what? Fertilizes an egg, and oh my goodness, you know, several months down the road, guess what? A baby comes out. What do you think is going to happen? That stuff's going to get up in there and nothing's going to happen? Well, maybe, depending on where you're at in your cycles, but wrap it. I just, I can't stand Pelosi and why she thinks this is just, ugh. This is deadly serious. Shut up. But we are not going to let this pass. A woman's right to choose reproductive freedom is on the ballot in November. We cannot allow them to take charge so that they can institute their goal, which is to criminalize reproductive freedom. <laughs> I tell you, she's a nut job. I tell you, she really is a nut job. Like I said, the time for child's play is now over. The time to deal in actual reality is now in effect. What we have seen for the last 50 plus years was an equivalent of playing toys with a five-year-old. What do I mean by this? As a man who has a five-year-old daughter, we naturally play Barbies and horses. And... The moment she asked me to play with her is the moment that I get up out of my chair, out of my world, which was reality, 
and I go down into her world. And if you've ever played with a kid around that age, you will f- quickly figure out and understand that there are sets of rules that you must buy and you must abide by. And when playing in their world, you have you have to follow a certain um, you have to follow a certain what do I want to say here? A certain narrative that they are establishing. They have scenarios and events that take place that would contradict the realm of reality and many things that take place in their world will not make any sense to you as an adult and in your mind, but it's their perceived reality and it's their imagination and you gotta, you know, you gotta follow it. <laughs> Just look at the call board or the, the, the chat board from Destry. Pelosi is the poster child for keeping like shut. <laughs> Stop it, man. You're going to distract me. I can't do this. This is already an off day for me. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Um, oh, what was I going to say here? <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. We're, we, you know, we're just going to have to have it. We're going to have to have one day where we just get everybody on here and we do a show where just listeners, we just have one big conversation. We get, you know, just typical people that come over here and we just have a big party. We'll call it His Hard Line party hour and we just you know drink coffee or have a margarita whatever whatever your you know whatever your potion is whatever you know just just crack jokes and have fun (laughs) but anyway but this is but but here's what i'm saying though this is their world that they asked us to be in and now after a couple hours of playtime, you begin to get a little tired right you get a little tired of their world you get a little fatigued because it's like too much it's like man there's too many rules here and so when that time does arrive, you got to do your best to, you know, politely bow out and, you know, tell your little girl, hey, playtime's over. I got to, you know, I got to get some things done. And a lot of times that message isn't really received lightly because they want you to keep playing. And if, and if you ever seen my daughter, if you're trying to escape playtime after a little while, she gets pissed. She gets very mad. Depending on her mood and if she had a nap, sometimes she'll she'll take it easy, right? But a lot of times she just she throws a fit. No, I don't want you to stop. Well, I got to. I got other stuff I got to do in my real world before my work week starts. But they want you to keep living in their world according to their rules of their reality with their stipulations, etc. But even though, you know, even through all the rage and fits of kicking and screaming and hyperventilating, it's important that we must establish reality for what it really is and to be the adult and firmly say no more. We've had enough playtime. Dad has to get going and get on to something else that's productive before, you know, the work week starts. And, you know, you see the left is very, very much similar to playing in a five-year-old's world, if you will. They passively and politely, I don't even want to say passively and politely. Maybe I'm being too, too easy on them. But, you know, they get you to join them in their world somehow and to see them and how they live and what they do and how they do it and blah, blah, blah. Then they try to make concessions and, and make you adjust your perceived reality to mesh with theirs once you lower down to their level. And as you know, so goes the cycle of a downward spiral into hell, which is filled, you know, filled of illusion 
inverted realities and in the world that does not involve God and Jesus Christ, which is rooted in truth and facts. You see, the child's reality is typically based around make-believe and false scenarios and pretenses because the child's mind is so imaginative that they can conceive just about anything imaginable. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, when a lot of those conceivable thoughts start to go against the grain of truth and reality of the higher moral fiber of life and society, it starts to contradict with our internal belief systems and you know, where we are rooted deeply, which is basically in truth and facts. And therefore, we cannot accept the reality where there is more than two genders. We cannot accept the reality that children have the mental capacity to choose what gender they want to be because they think, a.k.a. were manipulated, into thinking that they were born in the wrong body and that God made a mistake. God doesn't make mistakes. No. We cannot allow a reality where the rainbow was hijacked by the LGBTQ community only to be bastardized and used as a symbol for the abomination that they use it for. According to the Bible, you know, rather than what, it, you know, here's the thing, you know, according to the Bible, that, 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 that rainbow, yeah, that's, that's God's promise. It was a covenant that God made to us and his people. But these are the realities that we cannot allow to mesh within our realm anymore. These false realities are not to be expected. Excuse me. They're not to be accepted any longer. And that means we have to take the time to be the adult now. Say enough is enough. It's time to exit their world and get back to reality rooted in truth by God and Jesus Christ. That's all there is to it, period. I'm not playing in their world anymore. Their world sucks, if I can be blunt. I mean, let's take a look at a couple things, for example. Not too long ago, these crazies didn't even know how to define a woman or admittedly didn't even know what a biological woman was. But now all of a sudden, they, the overturn of Roe v. Wade, now, now they know what a woman is? Really? Their world is filled with pregnant men emojis and people who identify as cats and wolves. What the hell is that? The world is filled with a weird reality where a litter box is placed in restrooms at the grade school level. Come on. Do kids really actually use that? I'm sure there's one or two. Their world involves teaching critical race theory and common core math, which goes against any logical thinking and common sense or critical thinking skills. Their world is filled with unicorn farts and rainbows, where the world runs on straight solar and wind turbines and have complete abolishment of petroleum-based products and fuel oil. I mean, you can't run it. A world like that? It's unsustainable. It's delusional to think that that can happen. Excuse me, I had to take a sip. But we are talking about a class of people who have been systematically dumbed down by government, a.k.a. public indoctrination systems that people know as schools, so that they can force feed this bullcrap onto men, women, and children of America who actually use their gray matter called a brain and implement common sense and logical critical thinking. It really baffles me. I tell you, it really does baffle me when I see self-proclaimed Christians on social media, like some people I know, I'm not going to say who, because, um, well, you know what? I really don't care because they probably don't even listen anyways. They don't like 
what I have to say. But, you know, I have some neighbors, got some friends, and I call some of these neighbors friends. Uh, sure. I live in a very lefty HOA. It's kind of challenging, actually. There's only a few of us here that seem to actually have a brain. But, yeah, by and large, there's a lot of lefties here, a lot of, a lot of libs, a lot of people that aren't awake, all right? And I don't want to put titles or, or labels on them because labels and titles, all that does is divide us, and I'm trying to do my best to get away from that. I'll just say this. I'm surrounded by a group of folks here where the majority of them are not awake and they're severely misguided. How about that? trying to be very nice here sincerely too i really am but there is some so many self-proclaimed christians on social media out there crying and hyperventilating <laughs> women's rights are being taken away in order in order to choose what what's right for their body come on come on karen stop listen albeit i do agree that we all have body autonomy and yeah, we, we reserve the right to choose what's best for our body. But that said, it doesn't mean murdering the soul and body of a little baby that you, you opened your legs and irresponsibly decided to conceive by having unprotected sex and acting like a whore. Sorry. That's, I'm just going to call it like it is. In the words of Dr. Laura, if any of you out there of an older generation... You're probably familiar with Dr. Laura. She's a counselor, a psychiatrist, and she's got a radio show. I believe she's out in California. She's awesome. I don't really listen to her much anymore these days because there's a lot of things I disagree with her on. But, man, I tell you what, side note, a little sidebar, she, I think she's got a show on Sirius XM on Channel 111 on the uh, uh, oh, it's whatever channel that Dave Ramsey's on. But, but in, in her words, she always uses this term. Stop acting like an unpaid whore. I'll never forget when she first said that. I was like, holy crap, did she really just, did she just say that? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Why? Because that's what it is. It's called wrapping it up or closing your damn legs and um, maybe try stop being an unpaid whore. How about that? How is that for choosing what's right for your body? Why don't you have some dignity and self-respect? And don't tell me you had daddy issues. I don't buy that crap. A lot of people out there have daddy issues. Sorry about that. There's a lot of people out there that have daddy issues that lead very good, productive lives. And they're not immoral in their actions. But no, 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 no. Let's conceive a baby by accident. And, uh, you know, when it finally, you know, comes to, you know, second, third term, we'll crush its skull and suck it out like a vacuum cleaner. How about that? that that'll be fun. That'll be fun. We can make a date of it. It's disgusting. No. It is sick and twisted thought process, and I will never get on board with anyone who thinks who, who thinks that's okay. I can't. I can't get on board with that. I just can't get on board with that. I'm sorry. I just. It's, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's sick. Enough is enough. This is, again, we got to be adults and we need to step away from their world and say no more. No more. Somebody on the chat board was just saying the pandemic definitely woke me up and my family up. We pulled our daughter out of school and 
yeah, she hasn't, she, she, she hasn't and won't be back. Absolutely. Amen. Same here. Except we didn't have her child in school. She, thankfully she was not of school age yet. Well, technically she could have gone to pre, pre-K, but you know, my wife's a stay at home mom. So yeah, we, we woke up too. You know, we woke up further. I mean, I had always looked at a lot of stuff like this, you know, in the past, but you know, yeah, it really woke us up too. Ladies and gentlemen, look, there's a very good reason why I keep my circle of friends at a very, very minimum and are chosen wisely. I do not say this to sound, you know, superior, superior, or as if I am better than others. I say this because first of all, it is very challenging to find people the same like mind that, you know, that's also, you know, rooted in God and, and, you know, they have, they feel like they have a mission to fulfill, you know, with fighting against this evil and all the principalities of this world. It's hard to find people like that. It really is. And I see this because there are a lot of people asleep at the wheel and have no idea what truly is going on. Yes, we have small circles of friends that aren't really awake to what's really going on. Um, I'm sorry. Hold on. Uh, just got to text my wife. For some reason, the debit card was declined five times. I don't know why. I just got gas. I know we have money in the account. I went out and got gas earlier. Hmm. Interesting. I know Meyer has been having a lot of issues with their card processing, which is interesting. So, um, yeah, that is interesting. Um, so anyway, but, uh, a lot of them by and large are what you would call, you know, on the opposite spectrum, these people that are still asleep, you know, they are people on the other side of the aisle. But however, you know, I have to recognize that the tactics that are used to divide Americans and create strife and hatred amongst each other because of severe political, you know, disagreements. I mean, they, they do a really damn good job at that. I have one neighbor that I know and we invite over weekly. We do like a game night and we adore her. You know, my wife and her, they're good friends are practically sisters, but she still believes hook, line and sinker that mask work and that the COVID is a real naturally man-made virus that is deadly. I mean, really? <laughs> is COVID a virus? Yes, it was created, but it was created synthetically. It wasn't just naturally born. It, you know, it, it didn't just naturally happen. Look, it hasn't even been isolated in its natural state. It hasn't been isolated. Now, there have been releases of peer-reviewed medical journals, journals and testimonies by professional MDs that even say masks don't work. Hell, even Fauci, we got emails from Fauci emailing personal friends of his that masks don't work. Sure, do they protect against spittle and droplets? Yes, without a doubt. I won't disagree with that, but these are the same people that believe that double and triple masking themselves on a beautiful sunny blue sky day is going to be the best protection for their own health while not realizing that they're suffocating themselves and creating an oxygen deficiency in their own brain, which is, you know, as a result would cause the functioning of the brain to diminish. You kill brain cells. And let's not also forget that, you know, you're not properly exhaling out the carbon dioxide. Therefore you're breathing in bacteria back in your lungs to possibly get an infection. But the thing is, is that, it seems like these types of people with these kinds of beliefs cannot have that spell broken. 
well, what spell are you talking about, Jason? You know, the spell that's cast out by CNN, NBC, ABC, Fox, and Newsmax, and others. Don't think for one minute that these Luciferians do not know how to, you know, that they do not know how to cast spells on large groups of people across this nation and uses it and basically creates mass formation and, and, and creates a heavy manipulation. You better believe they know how to do that. I don't know if you've ever heard of Operation Mockingbird or MK Ultra, but look that up. To a degree, I find it hard to find fault in these people. To a degree, I'm going to say to a degree, ladies and gentlemen, don't jump my case about it. But to a degree, I do find it hard to find fault in these people. However, facts are right there in their faces. And, you know, it's right there for the taking and for their enlightening. But we are going to fast approach a time where we will be seeing more children dying of heart attacks and other heart issues like myocarditis and periocarditis. And we're going to be seeing more adults, younger and younger, that will be dying suddenly. I guess that's a new thing. SADS, sudden adult death. Really? So you got, you got SIDS and now we got SADS. Well, it's sad indeed. But apparently, this is happening. I, again, I, I'm not sure if you realize this, but adults of a younger age group just don't typically randomly die for no reason. And by the way, neither do infants. A lot of these types of deaths that are quote unquote sudden, I think are, you know, it'll be soon realized later on. A lot of these sudden deaths are caused by vaccinations. And I don't mean just one particular vaccination. I'm just talking about them all across the board. A lot of injuries, which typically have lifelong effects, are caused by vaccinations. People seem to find salvation, it seems like, through a needle during this last, these last two years than to find salvation through Christ and God and believe that the immune system is perfectly created by our Father in Heaven. And that is all we need to heal ourselves of anything that comes our way. That's it. Look, my wife and I, we both have a lot of family members that got the jab. And we both pray that nothing terrible happens to them. But everyone is given a choice. Everyone must accept accountability based on those choices. And what I find interesting is that people like ourselves, you know, the deplorably unvaccinated. And if you listen to this and you happen to have the jab, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend you. I really am not. That's not my goal here. I really am praying for anybody that includes my grandparents, aunts, uncles, friends, coworkers. A lot of people I care about got that shot. For specific reasons. And I've heard these reasons. I get it. However. None of those reasons are justified in my mind. To go put something experimental in my body. That hasn't even been clinically tested for long durations of years. No thanks. That doesn't sound like that makes sense. Somebody just said right here on the chat board, vaccinations have only a 10 to 20% chance, so they need you to comply or they banish you. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Completely agree. But here's the interesting thing. My family, we, um, it goes without saying, we didn't get jammed. Knock on wood, but, you know, with the, exception of not getting enough rest or, you know, whatever, we hardly ever get sick. 
and we hardly ever get sick with COVID for that matter. But somehow the people who got double and triple jab, they are sicker now and more frequent than they've ever been. And people's sperm count is going down. And men, I've noticed women in our no, in our neighborhood, this is no joke. I am not even kidding. I'm not trying to sound like Joe Biden, but saying this ain't no joke. I'm ki- I'm not even kidding. No joke. All right. There is two ladies in our neighborhood. One in her, she's like just over 40, not by much. And another girl in her young 30s, both of them in different occasions had to be admitted to the ER because they had such crazy, um, unusually not normal menstrual cycles where they had bleeding beyond belief to where it would not stop. They thought they were going to bleed out dead. And these are the stories that we're hearing about from people who get these poison in their veins. We're seeing high levels of miscarriages are happening. They're through the roof. There are so many more things happening to people's health that is on a significant level outside of those just, you know, outside of just the few that I listed. But again, these are choices and consequences to every choice. You know, just like there's a choice to have unprotected sex out of wedlock and creating a baby by accident, only to realize, oh, crap, I have to abort this baby because I don't want to be inconvenienced. I cannot raise. I, I don't want to be a parent right now. I still want to party, do drugs, and have sex and, you know, rock and roll. No. It's time for you to man up or woman up and be a parent. Or carry that baby to term and put him and her, him or her, up for adoption to a good, loving family. How about that? I tell you, I mean, again, what the hell do you think is going to happen when a man relieves himself in you? I mean, seriously, you think Skittles would just pop out so you can taste a rainbow? That's not what happens. People need to start acting like adults and take accountability and holding themselves responsible for all their actions. They really do. I believe we're entering in an age of accountability. Uh, mark my words. And it's time to own up and man up or woman up. It's time to be an adult and mature yourself and stop acting like a little child and throwing tantrums whenever you do not get your way. I want to play something here. This is also interesting, too. So there is a song out here. I've already heard it. There's a rapper out there by the name of Tom McDonald. He's an excellent patriot. He's originally from Canada. He lives in California, I believe. I mean, a lot of his music. i tell you what. Guys, first off, he's very talented, but he really... Uh, he really puts out stuff out there that's, you know, not popular, but there's a lot of people gravitating to him. This one's called people. So stupid. You got to hear this. Okay. Because it's very relevant with what we're kind of seeing today. I'm going to play this and then we're going to get back to it and then we're going to wrap it up here. But check this out. Praying that the world changes soon Can't get a doobie on a plane But there's Uzis in our schools Every dude who touched a boob or a booty Getting me too What you expect from the kids who went to Hooters after school We're all triggered and defensive We're all racist and we're sexist We all grew up watching South Park How are we offended? Now being fat is beautiful Name a thing that you can't do Jumping jacks, run a mile, live past 42 Man, it used to be cool to just flip a bird to the system And now it's trendy to be triggered and pretend you're a victim It's my race, it's my weight It's because I'm a Christian I hate the internet and anyone who has an opinion and everybody 
everybody angry if you say white? Okay, fine. Pass me the brush and I'll paint my face to the shades right. Let's talk about abortion. Sorry, tell me how this works. Bacteria is life on Mars, but a heartbeat isn't life on Earth? Weird. Y'all so stupid. Why are y'all so stupid? Get better problems, I swear to God that y'all want them. Y'all so dumb. People so stupid. People so dumb. People so I'm a hater cause I can't relate to gay pride Call me homophobic because I don't wanna date guys K-tight I for one I'm not surprised the world declined along the way Give trophies to children for losing just cause they decide to play We exercise our right to vote and hate the politicians Ay, This is a democracy, it's partly your decision Ay, This is weird, feels like this a different year If I identify as a female then when my balls and penis disappear Children want a gender switch and hating men is feminist Depression and anxiety are trendy, we're too sensitive Invented 80 genders, mad the world is not accepting it Then gave them more attention than normal women and men can get What a contradiction, being human is so tragic Focus on minorities, ignoring all the masses Hallelujah everyone, activism saved the planet No more plastic straws and paper, just paper straws wrapped in plastic Congratulations Y'all so stupid, why are y'all so stupid? Get better problems, I swear to God that y'all want them, y'all so dumb People so stupid, people so dumb People so Look, I get it, it's like the world is going crazy Seems like a school shooting happens almost daily The racism, rape culture, hatred that we're facing Is way too ingrained for our hashtags to change it We've become so lazy and complacent, afraid of our generation We think activism's Instagramming memes and complaining It's a problem when there's actually actions you could be taking But you're triggered so you just cry like a baby so stupid, why are y'all so stupid? Get better problems, I swear to God that y'all want them, y'all so dumb. People so stupid, people so dumb, people so woo-hoo, wah, wah, wah. Get better issues, we're gonna run out of tissues, it's so dumb. And that was Tom McDonald called people so stupid. Kind of a, he's got a, you know, he's a fast rapper, okay, and I know it's, you know, people that are probably listening to this they don't typically listen to rap believe me i don't either but if there is one guy that i will listen to that is a rapper it's him because again you need to listen to his message he talks about a lot of unpopular things but unpopular to who well the very people that i was just discussing right here the children that want us to come into their world the people that want to continue on this child's play and not accept responsibility for their own actions. Now, let me be clear one thing here. Well, actually, not just one thing or two, but like two things as it pertains to the Constitution and your rights for those who are listening and are hyperventilating about your rights being taken away. Remember, your rights weren't taken away. What the Supreme Court did was they judged, they, they, they made a ruling, and basically what they did was they created a privilege. That's all they did. Okay, they didn't make a law. The this power to do the things that they did it, it it resides in the state. So let's just get that clear. Okay, it's the state's choice, and the right to an abortion is not found in the Constitution. Again, I will reiterate that. Okay, it, what they did when they ruled on this, it, they created a privilege, not a right. 
again, just like the right of gay and lesbian marriage not found in the Constitution. These are privileges that were granted by the federal level, which, by the way, I don't understand why they did this and, you know, felt like they had to, you know, drive that nail further home. Because I think gay marriage was already accepted in like 39 states, but yet the federal government, the judicial branch, thought it would be, I guess, cool to do that. I guess. I don't I don't know. But here's something else. <laughs> well, before I get on that, my mind goes like so many different directions. But let me tell you something else that, that's not in the Constitution. You determining what I should be putting in my body, i.e. the clot shot, as I call it, or other toxic chemicals that, you know, are in vax, you know, vaccines. They're not supposed to be in your body. And what I find very funny is now that the loony left is jumping up and down and freaking crying, saying that the Supreme Court is illegitimate. <laughs> now, I will say this. I will say this. I find it very interesting how you got people within Congress crying and kicking and screaming, saying that the Supreme Court, basically the judicial system, is illegitimate. Now, I'm going to say something here. I'm going to say something, and some people are going to do a double take, and I'm going to repeat it. These people are right. These loony leftist crazies are right when they say the Supreme Court is illegitimate. What, Jason? What? Huh? <laughs> say that again. Yeah, they're right. These crazy loony leftist nut jobs are correct and factual when they say they are illegitimate. Whoa, 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 Jason. Whoa. Back it up a minute. What the hell are you saying? What I'm saying is they are correct, but at the same time, what they are not realizing is the same people that's calling the judicial system illegitimate because it is illegitimate it's unlawful it's de facto it's fraudulent it's not our form of government that would mean congress our legislative branch and our executive branch are all illegitimate it's all de facto it's fraudulent it's not lawful you know what is lawful? A de jure Republican form of government. Well, what the heck is that? Go back to my website, hishardline.com, click the assembly link, and go listen to some of those podcasts if you're not familiar with the assembly. And so I find that very funny because that is one truth that they actually are proclaiming out there. And they're right. They are absolutely right and correct on it. The Supreme Court is illegitimate, but again, just like the executive branch and the legislative branch, they're all illegitimate. So this it's like the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> it just it cracks me up. But here's the thing. Again, I'm going to keep on saying it. You know, what is lawful is the Republican form of government. That's, you know, where and we have a legitimate Supreme Court justice. We have a legitimate president. We have a legitimate state representative, representatives. We have a legitimate chief trustees, legitimate speaker of the house, etc. 
recording secretaries, moderators, bailiffs. This is what you call a lawful form of government. It's called self-governance by we the people, and we are returning to it. Since our man of the hour here, Destry Payne, who is blessing us with his presence here on the chat board, he's the one that got the, vo the Act of 1871 voided out, which caused the Queen to lose her power and allowed us, we the people, to take back our jurisdiction and get our power back and get back to self-governing. Thank you, Destry Payne. Mark my words, you're going to see his name in the history books here in the probably the very near future. But again, Child's Play is over. Do you want to know what is in the Constitution and Bill of Rights? Again, the, you know, the right to bear arms and the right to free speech, by the way. Free speech. Need I remind you of the Tenth Amendment? Again, powers not delegated to federal reside within the states, respectively, or the people. But I do believe the time is coming where the majority of states will be, uh, they'll make this, you know, this, this, this thing we call abortion unlawful and illegal in the majority of states, you know, throughout our nation, as it should be intended. America will not stand for this any longer, and we are going to be adults in the room finally going forward on behalf of God's people. And did I mention that the child's play is over? We're stepping out of their world, ladies and gentlemen. And we're returning back to God in this nation. You know, I often used to say that we need to return God back to the throne. But listen, I made a mistake with that statement. We need to return back to God because God never left us. We left God and we need to return to him. And how do we do that? Well, we accept Jesus Christ as King and Lord and Savior and invite him into our heart on a daily basis. So it bridges us to Father in heaven. Our father never left us, just like our earthly fathers would never leave us, at least a good true father anyways that would never leave us. Now, a deadbeat father would. You know else who would leave you? Satan. Oh, yeah, you better believe he'd leave all his followers in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, to allow you to be destroyed and stumble and fall. And that's exactly what is happening with the people who blindly follow this evil, satanic, Luciferian order. They are being destroyed from the outside in. And souls are getting destroyed and lives are being lost. And I know adulting doesn't sound fun, but it was never meant to be all fun and games. It's time to bring responsibility and accountability back to the game board while having fun. Because, yeah, we do need to have some fun and not take things too seriously. Otherwise, how are we supposed to find joy in life? We need to have fun. We need to have find joy, and we need to have laughter. But coupled with that, we need to implement hard work, responsibility, and accountability. And so anyway, I know I kind of went a little long, but this one was supposed to be kind of just more of a, a banter, just a little discussion amongst, you know, friends, right? We did get a win, but you got to be cautious we got a big fight ahead of us. Don't think for one minute they're going to waver. Don't think for one minute they're going to surrender and be like, oh, you got us. Guess we suck and we're going to just, we, we lost. No. They're going to make and take out as many people as they can. They're, they're going to create mass casualties while going down. Because they, they've already lost. They know they've lost. And so it's just like, you know, 
backing a, a rabid animal into a corner. They, they, they know they're cornered, and so they're going to go out kicking, screaming, biting, scratching, clawing, whatever they got to do. So that's that's basically all there is to it. We 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 now are stepping out of their world and we are going to get back to a world of reality. We're going to get back to God's world and a righteous world. A world where there's only two genders. A world where Christians aren't mocked and ridiculed and have their Bibles ripped out of their hand and thrown to the ground only to be kicked around like a soccer ball. We're getting back to that world. We just have to keep the eyes, our eyes on the cross and keep Christ in our heart, and we will get there. We have many more wins to accomplish, but it's not going to come easy. I love that little emoji, Lisa from Georgia. She put hands up. Absolutely. Hands up. Put your hands in the air if you just don't care for what they think. I don't care. That's why I'm on this microphone spouting my big mouth out there. I don't care what people think of me. I don't care if people judge me. I think that's kind of one of the qualities God blessed me with. I don't care. I'm going to speak for what's right and truth. And so that's all I got. And um, again, I didn't want to get into anything too deep because, you know, I always talk about a lot of stuff in the assembly or, you know, discuss, you know, history or whatever. I just wanted to just have a basic conversation today. Just kind of, kind of, you know, take it off trail a little bit. So that is all I have. We're going to end this with a, uh, a warrior's prayer. So let me play this real quick and then we're going to close it out. Heavenly Father, your warrior prepares for battle. Today I claim victory over Satan by putting on the whole armor of God. I put on the girdle of truth, may I stand firm in the truth of your word, so I will not be a victim of Satan's lies. I put on the breastplate of righteousness, may it guard my heart from evil so I will remain pure and holy, protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. I put on the shoes of peace, may I stand firm in the good news of the gospel so your peace will shine through me and be a light to all I encounter. I take the shield of faith. May I be ready for Satan's fiery darts of doubt, denial, deceit, so I will not be vulnerable to the spiritual defeat. I put on the helmet of salvation. May I keep my mind focused on you, so Satan will not have a stronghold on my thoughts. I take the sword of spirit. May the two-edged sword of your word be ready in my hands so I can expose the tempting words of Satan. By faith, your warrior has put on the whole armor of God. I am prepared to live this day in spiritual victory. Amen. Amen, indeed. Amen, indeed. I love that prayer. I absolutely love that prayer. And so, just to kind of add on to that, before we close it out, Heavenly Father, we do just ask you, you just keep guiding us. Be that, you know, guiding light for us. And, uh, Show us the way. We'll 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 get there. And we'll be your we'll be your warriors for Christ. So we pray all that in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. So until then or the next time, I will be back. Let's see, tomorrow's Wednesday, so I'm gonna do a one percent with him 
podcast tomorrow, depending on how I feel, I might do another uh, His Hardline Quick Look where we're going to continue on with the uh, Field Training Manual 2000-25. If you're not familiar what that is, go listen to the first episode. But basically, that Field Training Manual has everything to do with why the assemblies are in place, why we... uh, why we're assembling and why, you know, how we're returning back to self-governance. You gotta, you gotta listen to that. It's very educational. So anyway, until then or the next time, I hope you'll have a blessed day, blessed night, evening, morning, wherever you're at in the world. And we will see you later. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you so very much for joining us here for another His Hardline discussion. Don't forget to share this website, www.hisheartline.com. Share this podcast far and wide. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's what it means to be a hardliner. We are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. We are warriors for Christ, and this is the Lord's fight. It's time to take this nation back and return God back at the top of the throne where he belongs. Thank you for joining us again, and come back again. Have a blessed night.